In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the topic of coitus. You might be wondering, what is coitus? Well, you're about to figure it out. Let's go. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 126 of the Journey to Marriage show. This is Rafi. And today in this episode, I want to talk about the topic of coitus. What is coitus? You might be wondering. Coitus is sex. And that's what we're going to be talking about. But we like to say coitus because um, we actually got it from, what's that called? The Big Bang Theory. Sheldon used to say it a lot, and Sarah mentioned it to me when we were talking about this topic early on in a relationship, and I'm like, what the heck is that? And it just stuck with us. So we like to talk about coitus, and you might be wondering, okay, so what do you mean talking about coitus? Well, talking about coitus in your relationship is so, so very important. I remember when we were dating early on in um, in our courtship, I remember actually even past meeting Sarah, like we would never talk about these certain things in my past relationships. It's, it's kind of like an awkward topic, kind of like, uh, and especially when it comes to like the, the true purposes of coitus and and all that stuff, like we never really talked about and discussed it. So, and, and it's because we didn't, we we're just living immoral lives. To be honest, we didn't, we knew what the church t- taught, but we decided to do things still opposite of what they're telling us to do. So when when Sarah and I decided to get together, we wanted to do things differently because we knew how destructive it was to be, a, to be engaging in this activity before marriage. And um, we wanted to make sure this is something that we can talk about because we both, well, I, we both found out that we had sexual pasts. I remember around the first month that we were together, we were reading this book called Christian Dating in a Godless World. And it was talking about sex and the sexual past and all these things. And I remember we, it was about a month of our courtship and we asked each other like, hey, have you ever watched pornography before? Have you ever had sex before? How many part like, how, like how how much of that sexual past has happened? Um, when were you introduced to all this? And it was really scary to be honest. Like when we had this conversation, I was I was very hesitant to talk about this with Sarah because we were so we were just dating for a month and we're already talking like we're already talking about this. But then it kind of got to the point where we're like, hey, we're we want to take this seriously. We want to get to know each other and. We're not here to shame or blame each other. 
And through this whole journey, I remember I asked that question and it was about like two hours straight where we just started opening up about everything. It was beautiful. Like we started talking about our pasts, our struggles, our challenges. When it came to pornography, when it came to um, having sex before marriage and how it's affected our lives to this current point. And it was beautiful to be able to open up and share those share those hurts with each other. Um, but then again, it, it took that step of vulnerability. And when you're vulnerable with somebody, you can you're risking getting hurt. You're risking getting judged. But I think the friendship that we already had before even entering the courtship, we we felt safe to be able to talk about these things together. And from talking about the topic of coitus way before marriage, like it just helped us be more comfortable. It helped us to see more in depth of what we were feeling and what we we're challenged with in our in, in in our deepest beings, right? And um, even to this day, it's it's a topic that's just so like we're just very comfortable talking about it. it doesn't it's not nothing awkward about it. I know we, whenever we bring up this with this topic with a lot of couples, they get a little like, ooh, this is kind of awkward. I'm like, it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that way because when you can talk about sex, and especially um, in marriage sex is the like the bonding unit in marriage like when you can talk about sex you could talk about anything in your relationship because this is the most intimate part of your relationship but then you might be wondering okay so how do i do this how do, how should i do this before marriage um, without falling into sin without um, expressing too many details so here's what we want to share with you Here's what you should not talk about when it comes to coitus, okay, with your partner. You're dating, you're engaged. What you should not talk about is specific names. Let's just say if you did fall into chastity in your past relationships, you don't want to share specific names. You don't want to share specific details of what you did with those partners or anything that would allow your partner to visualize or fantasize about what you're sharing with them okay you don't want to share with them the specific situations you don't want to be talking about what sex would be like with you and your partner in the future in your marriage like you shouldn't be talking about those things um remember this is a topic to help get to know each other and where you're where you both stand when it comes to the topic of coitus when it comes to the challenges, your struggles, not about, oh, let's fantasize and let's let's talk about how marriage will be like together. Like that's not a good thing to do. Right. You don't want to you don't want to help your partner fall into sin. And that's that is one of the recipes of disasters to be talking about those types of stuff. So avoid it. Avoid the specific the specificity of what happened in your past and all the fantasizing and all that stuff. But here's what you should be talking about. You should be talking about your sexual expectations in marriage, right? Like, what do you what do you see sex being like in marriage? Is this going to be like an everyday thing? Like, or is this going to be like whatever that is? What do you expect that to look like in marriage? Of course, it's going to change when you are in marriage, but getting to know that and really understand your partner um, 
in that sense is really important. Talk about any of your sexual struggles in your past. I think that's really important. Um, if there's anything that you fell in chastity in the past, like if you had sexual partners in the past, your partner deserves to know that. Why? Because you are seriously discerning a vocation together. If you withhold this information, they find that out about you in marriage, which will happen because when you're married, everything gets revealed. There's nothing, there's no secrets you can hold from your partner. It just gets revealed and they're going to feel like they weren't that you, that they can't trust you anymore because you've withheld that so long in your relationship. That's why it's important to be talking about these things in the past, but of course be tactful about it, right? But share your sexual struggles. If you if you if you struggle with pornography and stuff like that, um share that. Share your challenges. This is an opportunity for you both to pray for each other in the struggles that you're experiencing. Um what else? You can share what triggers you sexually? Maybe like how your partner dresses actually triggers you sexually, but you haven't you haven't expressed that to them and you're here like struggling. You're here trying to be trying to remain chaste, trying to have chaste thoughts about your partner, but then you're out but then like someone's dressing Im- immodestly that's causing a lot of these triggers. So you need you need to figure that out. Like figure out what are the triggers of my partner, um, where their sex drives, and how like what turns them on and stuff like that, and try to help them avoid those things. Like you don't want to put yourselves in those occasions to fall into sin, right? If you could help and protect your partner by how you dress, by how you behave, by where you're at, you've got to know your partner's triggers. So that you can protect each other in your chastity. You got to talk about any sexual addictions that you might be struggling with. Um, talk about theology of the body. What your stance is on the church's teaching on sex. Talk about natural family planning. Like if do you do you envision that in marriage? You practicing NFP? Like what is what is both of your stance in this area? A fertility awareness so important. When when you'd be open to start having kids like once you get married, right? Like, are you willing to get to be open um, for children as soon as you get married or like, what is their stance? You got to know your partner in all these areas because again, like you don't want to jump into marriage and find out that you are both not in alignment in this area. And it's just going to cause a lot of conflict. What if you come into, cause we, we see it a lot where couples come into marriage and one of the partners don't even want kids and they find that out when they're already made that <laughs> that commitment that lifelong commitment together and you want to completely avoid that by talking about the topic of coitus okay so hopefully this helps again don't be specific in nature when you're talking about this area uh with the names the details situations your pat like the specific past fantasizing like you don't want to be doing that but you do want to talk about coitus and your struggles your challenges and how you can help each other grow in this area of your life of your relationship and how it would look like in marriage what were what are your expectations in marriage all right so i hopefully this helps and now go out there and talk about coitus with your partner don't make it awkward and again this is not going to be uh 
is not here to sh like make sure you set those boundaries and those um those rules that hey we're not here to shame blame each other for our passes here where we're just going to be open understanding and just listening to each other because if you decide to if either of you decide to attack each other or judge each other while you're talking about this topic you've just shattered your per your partner's trust because again this is the most vulnerable state that your partner is in and is willing to share with you so you've got to be open you're not going to be criticizing judging um, but just empathizing and continuing this journey with your partner as you discern marriage together all right hopefully this helps praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage take care and god bless we hope you enjoyed this episode if you haven't already subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes secondly would you mind doing us a huge favor if you received value from today's episode please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until, Until next, next time, time, future spouses. spouses.